Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Grayson. This is the Fixer Punk podcast. This will be the Fixing the Fixer Punk episode. Um, still um, still at the hotel right now. Um, kind of nice. I'm going to get a little bit deeper into that discussion as well. Um, but it just so happens that this upcoming week... I am turning 25, which honestly, I am I am very surprised. And that's why it's even more important that I have a Fixing the Fixer Punk episode right now, um, especially is because I'm turning 25 and, well, nothing much has really happened for a while. And I'm trying to change that and, and I'm trying to let you guys in on that. Um, if you're not familiar, the Fixing the Fixer Punk episode is where I serve my own need to be heard about problems in my own life that I'm trying to fix and hope that maybe some of what I'm telling you um, helps you a little bit, even though I know full well that everything I'm saying here is basically just helping me. Um, but anyway, it's my podcast. I can do what I want to. Um so starting out with some of the more fun stuff. Yeah, I've been at this hotel now. It's probably now going on it's going on almost a month now because of water damage. Like I mentioned in the last episode, I mentioned that there's some water damage in our house and I'm at the hotel. I'm in my own room. I have my own separate room right next though to my mom's room. My mom's the person who I live with. Um we share a house and when I got here to the hotel and the fact that now I have my own room with my own key, um, these are, this is one of those hotels where you have your own kitchen, um, and all of that, and that I get to be a bit more independent. I thought, okay, this is going to be a way for me to make a change in some of the things, the habits that I've been doing in my life and maybe separate a little bit, uh, since I'm going to be a bit more independent. But obviously I was a bit, I was, I was hopeful. I like keeping up the PMA at all times, but um, obviously then there's there's reality, which is that this is sort of a, this is a crisis type situation, constantly having to help out with different things with contractors. Work has been busier than ever. Um, it's been just sort of a, a massive whirlwind. And I've been able to make some positive changes, trying to like gain my independence, but then also work on a few other things while I'm here. I've been able to do some positive things while I've been here at the hotel, but it's not been like for a month's time um, the big change because what I'm noticing is there's a lot of still scaffolding holding up my current life that that that's still going to be around me as long as I have all the typical circumstances around me no matter where I'm physically located. 
and obviously having my mom right next door and my mom and I are still having to work together to deal with all this stuff with the with the with the water damage at the house um, but a lot of there's a lot of scaffolding going around going around my existing life that um, that I need to learn how to change if I want to really make an improvement um, one area where I have been kind of successful is uh, is going to the gym. Um, I have been I, I've been going to the gym like probably every every other day, every day or every other day, depending on how how I feel. I've been going to the gym here at the hotel. Um, this has been the first time in like five years that I've been in like an actual gym outside of just working out at home. Um, and that's been a positive experience. Uh, it's not, obviously it's not like a full, huge, like full size gym, like a, like commercial big box gym, but it's got some fairly nice equipment, um, uh, decent selection of dumbbells, a cable machine, uh, bike, treadmill, elliptical, um, pretty nice, pretty nice setup here that they have. Um, and I've been able to do some more intense training than what I'm able to do at home with just a basic pair of seven pound dumbbells. Um, and for the first like week or two, I was, I was doing like really, I was doing really well going to the gym, like probably every night at that point, um, seeing some changes in my body, um, feeling a lot more confident about things. I was probably dropping weight at that point, um, and building muscle, feel a lot more confident just from the mere act of having more muscle on my physique. It makes me feel more confident in myself um, and, and looking better and all of that. Um, it was even at the point where I was like, okay, maybe maybe I have enough confidence to go in and hit the hit the pool <laughs> because because uh, because then I, because I have a bit of a pump going and uh, my body's getting getting stronger. And I came in with the okay base of fitness from what I've been trying to do over the past like eight nine months. Uh, of working out at home, um, things started to kind of after the first week or so, I started to devolve probably into my old bad eating habits. Maybe it was just that there was so much stress initially that I didn't have time to eat. That's why I wasn't eating anything, and and hence calorie deficit, and hence the physique starting to tighten up. But um, I've still been relatively consistent on that. I did have an embarrassing moment where. Uh, some some older dude decided to correct me on my form, saying that that I was doing things wrong, and then telling me you shouldn't really even be doing like your squats with weights. Um, you should just be doing a body weight to avoid injury and all that. I decided, okay, I'm going to make some adjustments. I'll still get a little scared that maybe this guy's still here at the hotel and he's going to come in and find me still making mistakes. But I'm going to make a few minor adjustments while still training at the same intensity because heck, I I, I still want to keep training at the same intensity and and progressing and building muscle losing fat all that stuff um while while trying to be a bit safer um and trying to correct my form um to a level where it's at least acceptable although i I saw some physical therapist on tiktok was saying that like the whole thing of making sure that your form is perfect is not really as big of a deal as you think it is and that if you're accustomed to doing a movement one way you should probably do it that way unless there's overwhelming reason not to do so because changing your form could actually cause injury because your body's not used to it. Um, so that's that. Um, um, I, I still 
still having decent pro- progress. I can definitely tell there's more more muscle in my upper body, getting closer and closer um, by the slightest margin to my goal of looking like Nick Jackson of the Young Bucks, um, but not making a consistent progress on that. And that's what I'm realizing is no matter what I do, I don't make good, consistent progress on any particular goal, whether it be my fitness, which I'm doing okay, I guess, maybe, sort of. Let's see what happens when I'm back at the house and I don't have a gym on the first floor to go to. Um, or whether it's this podcast, I was off for like probably a month from put, putting stuff up here. Um, I'm, or my finances, still kind of in that crappy, still have a crappy job. I haven't been able to make consistent progress. And it's been years and years and years of feeling very stuck, like I haven't come very far from where I was before. Um so I decided, let me set aside some time while I'm here. I have some private time while my mom's actually out doing something with a friend. Um, set aside some some time where I know I'm not going to be interrupted to go through sort of the things I want to do with my life and what is stopping me from getting there. So I, I do this kind of exercise like periodically, like around my birthday, Thomas Barker, who's like one of the, who's like one of the leaders of the International Association of Skateboard Companies, kind of a friend of mine from when I studied skateboarding at USC. He has this thing where he makes like, instead of New Year's resolutions, he does resolutions on his birthday. I've been doing those. Most of them I don't really accomplish. Um, Especially during COVID times, I started to get through it. I didn't even check to see what my list was last year. Um, but I decided this year to start out by just trying to figure out where I actually want to be. Um, and I've decided that really what I want to be and what I've explained on, on the podcast is I want to be on the air under my own network, fully independent in my income um, and well, act, well recognized for my activism and activism infrastructure work. Um, and I also decided to go through like my main obstacles in my life and – um, and then also what all the things that I think that I need to do to reach my goals and then starting to categorize them under where under whether they're for my goal or to fix my obstacle. So going through all of those, um, I'm figuring out that like a lot of it has to some of it has to do with me getting ti- tiring out, freezing up my stress tolerance. Um, which I'm on ADD medicine, which kind of helps, but still kind of feels like it actually stresses me out a little bit. So stress tolerance is something I need to work on separately. My family time, and my other commitments. Um, that's the thing is, is that with all of these commitments, or as I explained earlier, the scaffolding around my life and having and being around family and all these other things that I have to do, extraneous to my goals. Obviously, they're supporting me. They're helping me all of that, but it's like, okay, I have all this time that's unproductive because I'm spending two hours here, three hours there, two hours here, three hours there, because my mom's telling me, okay, go, let's go here, let's go there. Inefficient grocery shopping. I've talked about inefficient grocery shopping quite a bit on this on this podcast in the Fixing the Fixer Punk episodes. Um, and then having to step away all the time and not feeling like my time is really my own, which I was thinking, okay, when I'm in the hotel, maybe my time will be more of my own because we're in separate rooms, but not really. Um, so I want to be in a situation where I can actually have bound boundaries, sort of reduce these entanglements, and then it really be able to have more of an independent life, um, in terms of being able to get around, 
being able to drive instead of doing public transportation, which public transportation sucks around here. So I wind up relying on my mom. Instead, she's so nice to drive me around to things I need to go to. Um, so that's that's one of the things. And then my my sleep hours, like my sleep is all messed up. Like I'll wake up, wake up too late. And by the time I wake up in the morning, I get everything done. I get my work done. But by the time I wake up in the morning, everything is piled up and I feel like I'm having to go through super, super speed mode to get through everything that's just sitting there. It'll be just like one, two hours of just like sprint-like pace of work to get through everything that's just piled up. And I probably need to adjust my sleeping schedule so that I don't wind up getting into that type of situation. So it's like, okay, sprint-like pace before I have to go out to do random thing with family members. Um, and then still feeling like I've only worked a small amount of time because I really have only worked a small amount of time, um, but just at super hyper mega speed. Um, and that's probably also weighing upon my stress tolerance. So I have to kind of figure that thing out. Um, and I have to find a way to force myself to do that. Um, I was listening to Street Fight Radio. Um, Brett, um, Brian Quimby said that he used to be like getting up at 930 guy versus being a getting up at noon guy. Um, uh, and he and Brett said that he was gay. He found a way to get up by getting up for Formula One racing shows. That feels like he's getting up for a job. Um, and they're trying to figure out ways for Brian to have like a similar type of motivation. I haven't yet found that motivation. I was thinking that maybe hotel breakfast just ending at 9 a.m. would be sort of a motivation for me to get up earlier. Doesn't really work that way wound up going back to sleep and besides i don't know if food is the best motivation for someone like myself who's trying to get in shape um but yeah that's that seems to be a bit of an issue and then lack of sort of appropriate connections in what i'm doing is also a bit of an obstacle um i haven't been able to figure this out but i need to have i feel like i don't really have a group of people around me encouraging me in podcasting um stuff related to activist work I don't have that sort of community around me like when I was working on the other side of the aisle um, or even when I was in college at USC. I don't have those people around me. I used to not take advantage of the resources the way I should, but now I just don't have the resources. I don't know where they are. I don't know where the people are. I don't know how to communicate with them and get back in touch with them. Um, So I have to think about how do I get people that are aligned with what I'm doing. I've had the accountability buddies that I've found um, you can find a site called Get Motivated Buddies. That's been very helpful. I actually lost my fitness motivation accountability buddy. He said he wants to work on other things in his life. Um, I still have another one for like personal stuff. Um, so yeah, the motivation buddies um, help, but I need something where it's less of like an anonymous screen name and texting about accountability, more where we are involved in the same kind of stuff, the same sort of political activism, podcasting, content creation. Um, my mom helps a little bit in this area, but because she's in the TV business, but it's my mom and, um, we have kind of an interesting relationship in terms of how we go about things kind of, kind of different than having just somebody who's just, just a mentor when somebody who's a fan, she's been exceptionally helpful, exceptionally, exceptionally helpful. But I feel like I go to her, I'm going to go to her with sort of a finished product. I want to kind of come to her with a finished product so she can get me to the next level using whatever connections and knowledge she has. I need somebody to go along with me sort of on the messy journey of all this stuff.
Um, and then in terms of like actually setting aside these obstacles I've talked about, but the actual practical work of me having my own systems, my own basically my own business based around this show, um, based around possibly a second video slash TV version of the show. Um, and I haven't gotten into too much detail. I want to put up the episode, and this is another thing that I definitely have to do, is put up the episode that kind of explains like the journey of how I became Fixer Punk, how I became this person that you're listening to right now, how I came up with this sort of identity, um, the ways that I've learned how to fix a ton of problems um, in very unique and creative ways and the background I came from in politics and seeing how there's a disconnect between solving everyday people's problems um, and what people in the political field are doing and how I plan to solve it by working directly with the people and then out to policy instead of working downward from policy to uh, back down to the people. Um, and then one of those things is I, I do want to get to a situation where I'm working with, with other people, not just other people who are who are going to be supporting me in this journey, but uh, people who have problems, who have situations in their lives, that that they want somebody who knows about advocacy, who knows about a wide, wide variety of things. And I'll explain like how I've learned, <laughs> I've learned law, I've learned finance from a very young age. I've had to basically be thrown into situations where I have to understand complex, nuanced matters of law, finance, medical issues, of course, um, uh, communication strategies, technology to, to, keep, to sustain myself and to sustain those around me and how I want to take those lessons out there and help other people and then gain awareness of issues and say, okay, we're talking to the people and we can see this is what needs to get done. So uh, politicians, leaders, this is what we know from the people. And either doing that in just a call-in format or going to a, a, a more video format where I'm like actually with people, doing things, seeing problems, and kind of thinking up solutions for them along with the people, not me necessarily imposing them or making them up, but collaborating to create solutions. Um, but in terms of actually doing that, like the first thing that I, and I keep talking about this, that I have to actually get good at is being consistent. Um, second thing is like sort of having set up times with like, like a schedule of when I actually do things. Just in general, in general, for all of my problems and all my goals, I have to learn how to actually use time properly, which is somebody with ADHD, even with medication, it's not so great in terms of me actually knowing how to use time properly having sort of having a sense of urgency i just told you i'm 25 years old right now i think i've i've been trying to like build like a radio media career since age 12 and not much has come of it it hasn't like solidified so i need to have sort of a sense of urgency of like i need to get this done on a certain time frame and that's why i feel like i need other people to be alongside with me to get things done in that period um and then having a, having solid, really having timeframes with specific goals, which I have to get better on specificity because sometimes I don't even know how to make it how to make it specific, and to gain more confidence in what I'm doing. 
Um, I talked a little bit about, actually I've talked a lot about Adam Page, Adam of the Golden Horseshoe, his example of being anxious millennial cowboy, um, kind of being told he couldn't do things, then finding a group of people who who came alongside him and support him um, through what he's doing. He didn't necessarily have to be... Um, and to go back, if you haven't listened to the prior episodes, Adam Page is a professional wrestler in AEW, um, known as Anxious Millennial Cowboy. He had some disputes and some issues with the little faction of wrestlers he was with, um, found another one, and now he's on his way and is, by the accounts of most experts, going to be um, world champion of AEW um, wrestling within the next few months. Um, while still dealing with a lot of serious challenges in his own life with anxiety and a lot of mental struggles, sort of like what I go through. So he's a big inspiration for me. But he has kind of learned that he just needed to have confidence in what he's doing. He didn't need to get uh, he didn't need to get approval from people. He didn't need to um, he didn't he didn't need to wait around. He needed to gain confidence to go and go for the title, and I know he's gonna get the title. And that's sort of where I need to be at myself, having the confidence to actually go in there and do what I have to do to um, to to achieve my goals instead of sort of waiting around for people, waiting around for other people to validate me and validate what I do, but also having the people who will validate what I do. Um, in Adam Page's case, he actually found a new faction of wrestlers called Dark Order that really wants to help him and that pushes him and convinces him to go in and and to agree to challenge now to agree to challenge for for the um for the world championship title from um Kenny Omega. And I want to have that kind of group of people around me, kind of a pipe dream. I know it's fictional. I know that that story is to an extent kayfabe. Um but it is also partially a true story from what I've heard. So that so that's that's the that's the other thing is actually having having people around me and having confidence in this um and then technical skills like there are technical skills i've told you how much i suck at editing technical skills i need to do for audio for video things i need to know i've thought about just enrolling myself in a community college um not sure if i'm going to do that um but gaining yeah gaining more um yeah more resources of course because like to promote this podcast to do more intensive production i'm gonna need money to do those kinds of things um takes money to make money so i have to obviously as i'm improving my mental and physical performance and all that put some of that not necessarily just to the podcast but to finding jobs and ways of making money that would comport and work well with what i'm doing and uh, that's what I want to do. Obviously, right now with the situation I'm in, I have to take whatever whatever job will pay me enough money um, to make me independent and get me to my next step. Um, but hopefully, over the long term, I can find like the right way, the right position where it's where I have a lot of flexibility, have a lot of autonomy, so I can step away and do stuff for this podcast. So, in where I want to be, I want to be independent in terms of my income, not just independent in terms of income from my mom although that's probably the first step not having to rely on almost free rent um but um in terms of being independent from a from a situation where i'm doing something other than my dreams other than my goals something that's outside of like my control and it doesn't have to be that that, that 
the that that this show, the podcast, radio show, any of that is directly making me the majority of my income. But it wants, I want to be something that's in my control rather than the control of somebody else who dictates what time I come in, what time I leave, um, things like that. So I spoke about I'm turning 25 years old. I kind of got that habit from Thomas Barker um, of the uh, making resolutions for my birthday. I had probably a list of 10 last time. I'm thinking maybe I should, to get more specific on goals, I should narrow it down to like, I, I was going to do three, but now I'm up to four. Um, so this time around, I want to buy like next, by next year, by next year, my birthday. Um, I want to have enough income to be fully financially independent of my mom. I don't necessarily have to have moved out. I hope to have. But enough income that if I want to get going, I could get going. Even if I have to, I might even narrow this down to like, even if I have to go around uh, Darby Allen style, um, living in a car. Um, Well, that's not the ideal. But enough income that I could just up and leave if I wanted to. Um, having a widely distributed show, so at least uh, either 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 TV or or radio, um, with at least an actual station that is airing my stuff in some way or another, or having 50, at least fifty thousand followers. I just chose that number arbitrarily, but just to have a specific goal that if I'm going to do this thing digital only, I want to have at least fifty thousand followers somewhere. Whether that be TikTok, by the way, follow t- on TikTok. That's really well updated now at FixerPunk on Twitter at Grayson Nation, G R E Y S O N N A T I O N, or YouTube search Grayson Peltier. Excuse me. And next one is going to be related to um, athletics um, and fitness. I haven't been able to, for years and years and years, enjoy th- some of the stuff I love in terms of. In terms of going out, in terms of going out to the beach, I used to do like surfing and bodyboarding and stuff like that, swimming, all of that. Um, uh, trying to get my fitness back has taken longer than I wanted to, just like everything else. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set sort of a concrete goal for um, for next uh, for next year in terms of where I want to be, so that you know what, maybe I'll make it so that on my birthday I I I get to do something at a beach or at a pool. So. I'm gonna set the I'm gonna set the goal that I'm gonna be at 15% body fat, which is technically supposedly the ideal. I think it's like 14 to 15% according to some studies, like the ideal body fat percentage for a surfer. Um, so that's where I'm where I'm setting that. That's gonna be my fitness goal, and then I want to have three supporting people, three people that I can like call and that support me in what I'm doing in terms of the podcast. Not necessarily business connections, not necessarily the closest of friends, but three people outside of like my own family who support what I do, have a passion for it, um, and want to be around me and like being around me. Hopefully, I can kind of build my own. DIY version of having a group like Adam Page's um, relationship with the Dark Order. All right. So that's where I'm headed, or that's where I'm trying to put myself. Um, in terms of all of this, I'm going to be um, I'm going to be just overall getting a bunch of like random stuff that needs to get done, like dental, uh, like a dental cleaning, eye exam. Now that I have COVID vaccine, I feel more confident 
obviously Delta variant kind of waning the confidence a little bit, but um, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to go get, get an eye exam so I can get glasses. Um, that's going to be important if I want to learn how to drive, get my driver's license. Of course, I want to be able to see well, and I'm going to need that to like pass the eye test. And I haven't gotten new glasses in like 13 years, so I'm still using the old ones. My prescription probably needs an update. Uh, dental cleaning, I need to get that done. Lots of people have delayed that. Um, and then probably getting some more of like the balance therapy stuff so that I can feel more more solid because some of the balance issues are kind of, that I've had before from my head injury. I've talked about before in prior episodes, my head injury um, years ago, that's what derailed me and almost all of these goals and why things have been taking so long in my life. Um, but yeah, I want to get touch up on the balance therapy as well. And then that'll help support all of these other things. I need to kind of build a sense of urgency around it. So I want to have everything like scheduled like by the end of this week. All right. Well, um, hopefully I'll come back to you with some good results on the next Fixing the Fixer Punk episode. Hopefully I will have some results in terms of my house finally being ready and contractors finally getting their stuff together as I'm getting my stuff together to go back into the house. And who knows? In a few months, maybe I'm moving out of that house. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been the Fixer Punk Podcast. Go out, do cowboy stuff like Adam Page. I'm Grayson Peltier, and I will see you on the next episode.